Shabbos, Daf Memvav. How's everybody doing? I hope you're staying safe and healthy. We finished off yesterday saying, there's a story where a menorah fell on Ravasi, and he refused to move it with his hand. He said it was Mukta. What kind of Mukta? So we try to say perhaps it's called a Mukta of Kviyas Mokam. Since it's a large item, it has a designated spot, you don't move it from that spot, it's Mukta. Says the Gemara, but what do you do about Kilas Chasanim? It's a tent that you build over a bed. The top is narrower than a tefach, so we don't have a problem of building an oil on Shabbos. You're allowed to put it together on Shabbos and take it apart on Shabbos. But how can you touch it? It's mukta, kviyas makam. You see that there is no mukta called kviyas makam. So then why did the Ravasi move the menorah? The answer is, because if it was a menorah that came apart and you could put back together, then certainly that would be mukta. But we're dealing with a menorah that just looks as if it could come apart. So they made a gzera on such a menorah because of a menorah that could come apart. And if it's a really small menorah that could come apart, machlaikis. Rebbechan says, even though it usually doesn't come apart, we have to be goyzer on a small menorah. And Rosh Lakish says, since it doesn't come apart, nobody's going to confuse it with a menorah that comes apart, and you don't make it zero. We said that Rabbi Yochanan holds, like Rabbi Yehuda in Mokto, that there is Mokto. The issue is that Rabbi Yochanan always paskins like the Stam Mishnah, like anonymous Mishnah. And the Mishnah of Mukhni that we had the other day, the wheel that detaches from the wagon, one of the halachas we learned is that if there was money, even Ben Hashemashas, inside the wheel, and the money was removed, you can move it on Shabbos. That goes according to Rabbi Shimon. So on the one hand, the Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon, but Rabbi Yochanan Paskin is like Rabbi Huda. Says Rabbi Zeira, we must learn, even though it's a Doichak, that the Mishnah is talking about that there's no money during Ben Hashemashas, and that's why you can move the wheel on Shabbos. But if there was money during Ben Hashemashas, in fact, the wheel would be Mokta, like Rabbi Yehuda, that says, Yerushua Levi said, that Rabbi said a very cryptic statement. He said that a menorah is like a ner of Rabbi Shimon. Menorah is to Rabbi Shimon ner. Meaning, could be two meanings. Either there was one psakalacha or two. Either the psakalacha was that a menorah is not mukta, like Rabbi Shimon says, that a candle that was lit and it was extinguished on Shabbos, the candle is no longer mukta. So in other words, a menorah is mutter. Or he said two statements. A menorah is aser. A candle is mutter. The Gemara remains in a teiko. The Gemara tells us that Remalkia, and at a different time, Rabbi Yossi Glila, both acted like Rabbi Shimon, that there was no mukta in front of the Rabbeim, and both the Rabbeim were mocking on them. On the other hand, Rabbavo, even though he himself held like Rabbi Shimon, but when he was in front of Rabbi Yochanan, out of respect to Rabbi Yochanan, he acted like Rabbi Yehuda, that there is mukta. Machlaikis, Rabbi Yehuda says, that if you have an earthenware lamp that's full of oil, it doesn't get disgusting, and therefore it's not mukta, you're allowed to be metaltal. But if it has neft, kerosene, so it is mukta. Now, we're not talking about mukta machmas meals, because Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of mukta machmas meals. What we're discussing is, since there's no other use for this candle, because it's disgusting, therefore it's like a stone that has no other use, and it's mukta. In other words, mukta machmas gufoi. Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef both hold that you're allowed to carry a lamp that was used with neft. So the Gemara tells us an amazing story. Ravavia, Ravavia, went to visit Rava, and he had a lot of mud on his shoes. And they sat him down, they said, sit down on his bed, and he put his shoe on the bed and put a lot of mud on the bed. And this upset Rava. And Rava decided he's going to torture Ravavia with questions. To punish him. Some server has a beautiful chat, you should look into it. And he asked him, why is it that Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef both say that a, a lamp that was used with neft, with kerosene, is not mukta? 
So he told him, because you could use that lamp for another usage, you could cover another plea with it. So he said, wait a minute, but what about all stones in the world? They're very mukta, but you could use them to cover Kalim. He says, Rabbi no, there's a big difference. This lamp has a name of a kli on it, where a stone is not a kli. And I'll prove it to you from a Mishnah. The Allah is that a woman is not allowed to walk out on Shabbos with beautiful jewelry. She might show it to her friends. But in her own chatzar, she's allowed to move it. Why? Because, Ula explains it, it has a name of a kli. So anything that has a name of a kli is not mukta. Says Reb Nachman by Yitzchak, Birch Rachmana, Baruch Hashem, that Rabba wasn't successful in embarrassing Rabbi Avia. The halacha is that if a person has a firstborn animal, cow, sheep, it goes to the Kayan and the Kayan brings it to the Beis Hamikdash. But if it befalls a mum, then the Kayan could shecht it outside of the Beis Hamikdash. It says to do what he wants. What if he finds the mum on Yantif? It's Moksa according to Rabbi Shimon. Question Why is this Bechar different? Then oil that's left over in a lamp, the Rav Shimon says, is not mukta. Says Gemara, there's a big difference. Oil that's left in a lamp, when he lights the lamp, he knows that he might have leftover oil. So he thinks about that oil and he wants it. So that's why it's not mukta. But an animal, a bachar, there's three reasons why he's not even thinking about it. First of all, who says that this animal will have a mum? And even if it has a mum, who says it will be a mum kavua, a permanent mum? And even if it's a permanent mum, who says they'll find a rabbi, they'll tell him that it's a good mum and he could shecht it. What about a woman who makes a nether on Shabbos, it could be mefer or matter the nether. What if she, what if her husband doesn't agree? Says Gemara, because when a woman makes a nether, she's doing it al das her husband. And what about a man? How could you be made for his nether on Shabbos? What if he doesn't find a rabbi? Because he doesn't need a rabbi. He could just find three simple people to be matter his nether. In the Mishnah it says, we learned that according to Rabbi Shimon, if the fire is still lit, even Rabbi Shimon says it's smoked. So why? The answer is because it becomes a basis ladavar asr. The lamp supports the flame which is mukta. The pshat is not because we are concerned that perhaps, like Rashi explained in the Mishnah, we're concerned perhaps he will extinguish the flame by mistake, because Rabbi Shimon holds the davar shenim skaven mutter. If you don't think about it, you don't. That's not your intent then you're not chayev. In other words, if a person drags a bench, he's trying to bring it from point A to point B, but by doing so, he creates a groove in the ground, he's potter. And don't say that there's an afkuminifina, the iraisa and the rabbana. Extinguishing a flame is the iraisa. And moving a bench, making a groove in the ground is not the derech to do so, so it's only is it the rabbana. Perhaps that's why it's motor, but in the iraisa, Rav Shimon say it's also. Because we have the case that we had last week or so. If a person is peddling his goods, his clothing, and their shatnas, says Rav Shimon, he's allowed to wear shatnas if he's not mechavin to be over to, to wear the clothing. If he's not being protected by the elements from the sun and the rain, it's mutter. So you see that even at the rice of shatnas, as long as you don't have kavana, Rav Shimon says it's mutter. Have a wonderful day.